you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. And now, Move the Sticks with Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Move the Sticks. DJ, Bucky, together. And, uh, Buck, we're going to have some fun talking about that game we saw last night. A big upset, huge win for the Commanders on the road over the undefeated Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but some other stuff we're going to hit along uh, this episode that I'm fired up about. We're going we're gonna to pit two teams against each other, and we're going to decide which future you'd rather have. And those two teams are going to be the Jags and the Bears. It's kind of an interesting conversation, so we'll have that as well as a sneak peek at a couple of these top draft prospects as we head towards the spring. But let's start off, first of all, Monday Night Football, your thoughts on that one. Big one for the Commanders. Yeah, big win for the Commanders. So let's take it from their vantage point. Uh, The Commanders did something that I don't think most coaches are willing to do, and that is do whatever you need to do to win the game, meaning change your approach, uh, alter your style to give your team the best team chance to win against another uh, opponent. And so in this game, they basically played four corners basketball. They ran the ball. I mean, like 40, almost 50 attempts, just ran the ball, even though they weren't having a lot of success, uh, two, three yards a pop. They decided that they were going to run the ball to keep the Philadelphia Eagles offense on the sideline. And to their credit, they had a lot of success with the strategy. They were able to successfully play keep away because they did enough 
on third down, moved the chains, stayed ahead of schedule, did a really good job of staying within themselves to control the game. And then defensively, they were able to make enough stops, get enough turnovers to allow them to stay in this very patient and deliberate half-court basketball style that helped him win a game. I wonder, look, they had so much success against the Eagles. Is this going to be a part of their identity going forward? They're the team that plays stall ball when everybody else wants to fast break. Yeah, but look, it was a narrow margin. You see the final score, and obviously they, they got a touchdown in the last play of the game. Washington did on a lateral where the, the Philadelphia is trying to go down and make something happen. So it kind of inflated that score a little bit. It was a narrow margin, but to your point, Buck, they held the ball for 40 minutes. They doubled up the Eagles in time of possession. So they played keep away, as you mentioned. They got some of those timely turnovers. But all that being said, I, I tip my cap to them. But this was, to me, more about the Philadelphia Eagles and some of these self-inflicted wounds. They had the turnovers. Mm-hmm. Um, you had a situation uh, where at the end of the game, the game ends on a on just an unfortunate, you know, kind of a, a, a brain cramp by Brandon Graham, who hits Heineke, who's already taken a knee and given himself up, or you're going to get the ball back with a chance to drive down and win the football game. Uh, that ends the football game. They have a deep post to hit Quez Watkins. They get an explosive. He pops up and, and tries to get a couple extra yards, and the ball gets punched out. So that that is a huge turning point in that football game. So, you know, A.J. Brown not being 100%, it wasn't the best game from Jalen Hurts. They, they kind of limited his ability to create and extend mm-hmm. and make some things happen there. Ball was just coming out underneath and quick, and when they did hit that big shot down the field, uh, it results in a turnover. The other turnover was a deep post where he put a little too much air on it, allowed the safety he was playing center field to get over there and pick it off. Um, but again, I don't want to discredit the commanders. It's a good win for them. It's a great win on the road. But I've, I felt like the Eagles left a lot out there in that game. Uh, DJ, it goes to the classic saying, more games are lost than won. Uh, I do believe that if you're on the Philadelphia Eagles st- side, you certainly feel like you gave this game away, that you didn't play your best. You gave them turnovers that... I would say were unforced turnovers, things that you normally should take care of. Quez Watkins takes care of the ball on a big play. Uh, Jalen Watkins doesn't necessarily force the ball down the field in coverage. They've been so good at that. I think they came in the game only having like three or so turnovers, and they have four in this game. And so it is atypical of the Eagles to give the ball away like that. And sometimes what happens is, man, you reeled off eight in a row. Maybe there's a little complacency that sets in, or maybe it's just you just chalk it up to a bad day at the office, but – It was a game that certainly, if the Eagles could run it back, they certainly would love to run it back because I'm sure they feel like nine times out of ten, they have a better team. And when they're playing their best game, that they knock off the Washington Commanders. So we'll see how it goes the next time these guys square off. Yeah, the officials missed a huge call, too, on the face mask on the Goddard fumble. Um, Again, that's going to happen throughout the course of the year. You're going to have some bounces that don't go your way. That's why it's impossible to go undefeated. Uh, It hasn't happened back since 72. Uh, one, One thing on the positive side for the Eagles, we just talked in the previous episode about the importance of interior defenders and interior defensive linemen. And we're going to get to some college defensive linemen, some interior guys a little bit later on in the episode. Javon Hargrave in a losing effort buck as a DT, 13 tackles, a sack, and a TFL. Not often you see an interior defensive lineman rack up 13 tackles. A pretty incredible performance on his part. Yeah, pretty incredible. It also speaks to the game plan that the Washington Commanders were using. They were trying to run the ball between the tackles. They were giving it to their big back, Brian Robinson, early and often. And Hargrave is there to make the tackles, but... You're right. You don't see these interior players that can do both things, meaning they can stop the run, but they also can get after the passer. He's a unique playmaker, but he certainly had a great game in a losing effort. All right, before we move on here, uh, quarterback-wise, I mean, it wasn't a huge stat game. You talked about them running the football, but Heineke, 
uh, with Carson Wentz coming back healthy, are they sticking there or are they going to go back to Carson? Man, I think right now, like the, the guy is so good. And even in the post game, I said, didn't listen to Terry McLaurin. Uh, he was on the show afterwards and he was talking about just the grittiness, the toughness that Taylor Heineke dis- displays. They just ride with him and he's done a really good job. Now, he mentioned that, hey, we can win with either guy, but I get the sense that Sometimes, man, guys just have that it factor when it comes to their team. And I believe this team rallies behind Tyler Heineke because he's one of them. They watched him jump in a bad situation when they had to play Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs, and he had them going toe-to-toe with the eventual Super Bowl champs. They've seen him kind of have to work his way and step in and step out of situations as a super sub for this team. And so I think there's a lot of respect there, and that respect brings a level of currency when it comes to his ability to lead this team. And so I think if you're Ron Rivera right now, you don't want to say, hey, we're going to sit Carson now. But I think what you do is you say, Carson, we want to give you every opportunity to get right. Let's ride with Taylor for a little longer until we have to give you an opportunity to get your starting job back. Yeah, I agree. It's a hot hand situation here. I mean, you're just trying to win as many games as you can, see if you can't sneak into the tournament. So right now you got a hot hand, ride it on out. Um, it gives Carson Wentz more time to get even more healthy. So I, I think you do. You stick right there with Heineke the way it's working right now. Um, all right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, the Bears and the Jags, looking at their rosters, looking at their future draft capital. Uh, which team would you rather be? We'll have that discussion right after the break. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snag a job is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. 
So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. NFL Plus is the league's new exclusive video streaming subscription service. NFL Plus has your game day covered with live local and primetime regular season and postseason games right on your phone or tablet. NFL Plus is available in the NFL app and at NFL.com. Subscription plans start at just $4.99 a month. Fans can visit plus.nfl.com and sign up for a free trial of NFL Plus today. So, DJ, I want to bring you in on this conversation because I think it's a really interesting one. We're always having our team builder hat on, and we're sitting here looking at two franchises. Uh, One I'm tied to, the Jacksonville Jaguars, but the other one, the Chicago Bears. And I want to ask you, when you look at these situations, you look at the roster, you look at the draft capital that they have, you look at their quarterback situations, which team is in a better position to emerge as a team that's a perennial contender? Well, I think there's a lot of different angles you can look at with this. I think you could start just with the quarterback. And based on what we've seen, especially lately with Justin Fields, I think you give him the nod right now over Trevor. And you can kind of look at the numbers and what they're on pace for right now. If you're just looking at passing, you know, Trevor's got a little bit higher completion percentage. He's at 65.2, significantly higher. He's on pace for just under 4,000 yards, 22 touchdowns, 10 picks. Uh, Fields is at, at right at 59%. He's on pace at 2,500 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 picks. So the touchdowns, interceptions are similar. You see, you know, a big discrepancy in the yards. But then you add in Fields what he's doing on the ground, leading all rookie, uh, rookie quarterbacks, or all quarterbacks, period, 749 yards, which is ridiculous. Um, he's having a phenomenal year uh, on the ground with six touchdowns as well. So, I think as a complete player right now, I'd lean Chicago with the quarterback situation. But when I look at the entirety of the roster um, and I take into account kind of how quickly I think they can get this team up, I think I would go with your Jags. When you look at some of the building pieces there with ETN, what we've seen from him, the two rushers you have, young, talented rushers uh, with Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker to go with Devin Lloyd, who looks like a star as a linebacker. You look on the back end with Tyson Campbell is, is going to be a big-time player. I think they have more. I think they have more players, a better nucleus going forward. But I think just the quarterback, you got to give the edge to the Bears. Yeah, now this is a very interesting debate because, like, obviously um, there's a little homer bias because I'm always around the Jaguars. I see them each and every week, and I do understand the talent that you point out. Uh, This is a very talented team that still needs a few other pieces, but they're good enough to compete at the highest level. When you talk about the quarterback, the quarterback is still – the guy that we saw uh, coming out of Clemson. He has big-time arm talent. He has playmaking ability. He's been a little up and down. Some of that is on him in terms of the lack of what I would say on-field maturity, in terms of understanding situations, when to take care of the ball and those things, but also some of the pieces around him. 
Uh, this is a team that still lacks what I would call that explosive playmaker down the field. And when you have someone who can take the top off the defense, it alters the way people have to cover the uh, uh, the rest of your staff. It, it will be interesting to see what he looks like when Calvin Ridley is available. If Calvin Ridley is able able to play for the Jaguars, gives them a true number one, and it kind of slots everybody back into their natural pecking order. The pass rush that you talk about, Trayvon Walker, someone that is certainly coming on, Devin Lloyd, and I'll mention Chad Muma, two young guys uh, playing linebacker that can really offer some playmaking ability. And you're right, Tyson Campbell has the makings of being a star corner. They need to add some pieces in the secondary around him. Uh, Andre Sisco is solid, but some more playmakers. But yeah, it's good. The thing about it, though, DJ, my eyes go to Chicago, and I'm looking at what Justin Fields is doing. And I'm looking at the, I would say, the real rebuild job that they've done on the fly for this offense. They made two trades to get Nikhil Harry and Chase Claypool to give him big playmakers on the outside, not only because he's a guy who may struggle with his accuracy, so those guys expand the strike zone, but now that you've committed to running an offense that is more Baltimore Ravens-like than a traditional offense, you need big guys on the outside to block on the perimeter, so they have that. They got two backs that right now they're using, David Montgomery and Khalil Herbert, that are look sharing the, the workload. Now, David Montgomery is a free agent, so you get another back, but because Justin Fields is commanding so much attention as a runner, this offense is different, and they haven't even upgraded the offensive line like I think they will. So offensively, they have a chance to get back on track, be a rough and rugged team, and as it appears, the division may come back to them. They have a chance to be an ascending team. It's up to Matt Eberflus to figure out how he wants to configure this defense after losing a Robert Quinn and a Roquan Smith. Can they get some blue-chip players to plug into those marquee spots as a pass rusher and a weak side linebacker to help this defense play the way that he wants to play. And you fast forward to the draft. If the season ended right now, the Jags have the fifth pick. The Bears would have the sixth pick. Um, you look in the second round, the Bears traded their own second rounder, which is a high pick, which would be the 37th pick overall to Pittsburgh for Claypool. Uh, but they do have a, a back-end one that they have for the Roquan Smith trade. That gives them the uh, 59th pick. The Jags be in a little bit better spot there in the second round because they have their own second rounder, which would be the uh, 36th pick. So, They've got a chance to, again, add some impact players going into next year. I'll ask you this one just because you're with the team, Buck. Uh, you know, I saw them getting ready for that game against the Chargers. But just give me your, your opinion on this offensive line for the Jags, the building pieces they have going forward. I know we, we talked about the Bears and the work they have to do. How would you evaluate the group there in Jacksonville? You know, it's a group that has been solid, but not necessarily spectacular. Uh, your left tackle in Cam Robinson is a guy who, look, commands a big salary. Uh, I can't say that he's necessarily an elite player, but he's a very, very solid player. Uh, they added Brandon Sheriff, bringing him over from the Washington Commanders to kind of solidify what they wanted to do at right guard. Uh, you have Juwan Taylor, who is playing right tackle, who won a competition with Walker Little to be the starter. Um, when you look at this team, and I also mentioned Luke Fortner was a draft pick, uh, comes over from Kentucky. So he's a young guy that's still trying to figure it out. Uh, when I look at this team, I certainly believe they still can upgrade some of those spots. Uh, a lot of it is trying to figure out in Doug Peterson's first year, what's the best way to play with the quarterback? What's the best way to play with the running back and Travis Etienne? So you want to solidify that offensive line. But if you ask me, Travis Etienne is a star, but I believe they need to pair him with another high-end running back so you can run the football and do some of the things that you want to do. So if he's getting 20 to 22 touches, I think you need a heavy back, a, a power back that can kind of do some of the other stuff. When Doug Peterson was with the Philadelphia Eagles, remember when they won the Super Bowl, they had a collection of back kind of sharing the load, but he always had a banger in LeGarrette Blunt, 
They need their version of LeGarrette Blount, a big physical guy that can kind of set the tone and allow them to utilize some play action to go at the power running game to maybe manufacture some of those big plays down the field. Yeah, I mean, to, to kind of sum it up here, are we on the same page? Tell me if you're in agreement. Right now, in the quarterback battle, I give the slight edge to the Bears, but in the complete roster and where I'd want to be going forward with what they have, I think I'd rather be the Jags. Yeah, absolutely. I would say right now that Justin Fields has certainly been a guy who's had an explosion the last four or five games. I think, DJ, what's funny about the Justin Fields thing, we never saw him run like this at Ohio State. We knew he was athletic enough to do these things, but it wasn't like they utilized him in this fashion. He played more of a traditional quarterback who had athleticism. The way they're utilizing him now is kind of like Lamar Jackson was utilized in Louisville. If he shows this part of his game, I'm not saying that the evaluation changes, but certainly he's showing some of the stuff that we didn't fully see at Ohio State. No doubt. Uh, Well, it's going to be interesting to watch these two teams going forward. I do think they both have bright futures. I believe both these quarterbacks. I know some people have have been down on Trevor. I think Trevor's going to be just fine. I'm seeing steps taken. You see it every week, Buck. I think he's going to be a really good player in this league, and I think the roster outside of him is in good shape. And I think the Bears, you know, Ryan Poles, Ian Yates, Cunningham, they're going to do a good job rebuilding this offensive line. They're both their offensive line guys, so that's going to be a focus for them. I think you'll see that get turned around there in Chicago as well. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to take a peek at the uh, Thursday night matchup we have, uh, which is an interesting one between the Titans and the Packers. The Packers, by the way, just releasing a player. We'll get you that information right after the break, Uh, as well as look at a couple of these college DTs. They're going to be uh, uh, interesting draft prospects. We'll get to that right after this. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does the hard parts for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billings, scheduling, and more with a home management team that provides support before, during, and after your stay so you can focus on the relaxing, hosting, and making memories with family and friends. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. With Picasso, you can stop saying someday and start building family traditions today in a vacation home you own and revisit time after time. Visit Picasso.com today to see thousands of luxury vacation home listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O.com. All right, Buck, I teased it uh, previously. There was a player that was released for the Green Bay Packers, Amari Rogers, wide receiver, was a third-round pick. Um, interesting discussion there on him. I, I, I want to get your thoughts on this before we get to previewing this game because I think there's a scouting takeaway that we could do here uh, when you have a player that hasn't really worked out and Amari Rogers. So I'm going to go back and look up the notes that we had or that I had on him coming out, and I want to compare him to another player and see what we missed or what I missed. Uh, Amari Rogers was 5'094, 212 pounds. Didn't have a 40. I don't think he. I don't think he ran that year. So that was, uh, I believe, that was the COVID year. So everybody's just running at pro days, and he wasn't able to run. Um, uh, punt returner, quick hitters. He's strong. Um, I thought he was really tough. They use him on jet sweeps. Um, I thought he had concentration drops. Um, those are some of the notes on him. But here you have a player that's taken in that range that didn't work out. And a player I had rated just behind him a few spots, Amon Ross St. Brown, who we could compare them as players coming out. Very similar in terms of play style. Amon Ross was 5'114, 197, so a little lighter. He ran 4.59, so it wasn't a burner at the pro day. But when I go through and look at his notes, a lot of the toughness stuff, uh, the, the football intelligence, working mm-hmm. in traffic, shovels, you know, physical after the catch. But the notes that I had in here on him that are different is he was quicker and efficient, like more efficient as a route runner. And I'm wondering if there's some takeaway we can from, have from that. One guy who's been wildly successful in that division, another guy who just got cut. Yeah, now I wonder, uh, full disclosure for the Green Bay Packers, I think maybe at the time they had his older brother, Equinemius St. Brown, on the roster. And so maybe there was something where they didn't want to deal with that fact or whatever in terms of taking brothers and et cetera, et cetera. I would say this, the two players to me, were different in terms of how they were deployed and utilized uh, during their collegiate careers. To me, Amon Ross St. Brown showed number one potential, even though he was a little maybe smaller than you would necessarily want as a number one. I felt like Amari Rogers was a pure slot receiver, and that was the only role that he would be able to play at the next level. It's really weird to me that it didn't work out for him in Green Bay. And I don't know if it's necessarily a prospect thing or a developmental thing, because the next thing that I would say is, well, let's look at and see, have any other young wide receivers developed and worked out for this coaching staff and this regime in recent years? And so with Amari Rogers, he had 
the traits in terms of being a punt returner to be someone that could be dynamic, that could be able to give them run after the catch. For whatever reason, it didn't work. And sometimes, man, you just need a change of environment to be able to maximize the player. I do remember at Clemson, man, he was a guy that was a very consistent chain mover. It just never materialized. And without having the intel inside the building of knowing, A, was it a uh, an ability to kind of master the scheme issue? Was it a lack of connectivity with him and Aaron Rodgers? There was something that is missing because guy who was as talented as he was and st- displayed the stuff that he displayed at Clemson, he should have been able to kind of crack the lineup and be a player for the Green Bay Packers and it never materialized. No doubt. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate for him. Hopefully he catches on somewhere else, gets a shot. Uh, and, and cash in on some of that potential we saw in him coming out. Uh, Titans-Packers, this feels to me a very simplistic. I, the way to frame this game is a Green Bay Packers team that wants to be physical. That kind of is the identity that they're pursuing, and we've seen glimpses of it like we saw in their previous game against the Cowboys. But they're going up against the authentic, real-deal physicality of the Tennessee Titans. So we're, we're going to find out. We're going to learn a lot about the Green Bay Packers, whether or not last week was something they can build on or whether that was the Dallas Cowboys just not finishing a ball game and the Green Bay Packers are who we thought they were previously. But this is a, this is a group that wants to be tough versus a group might be the toughest uh, with the way they've played under Mike Vrabel the last few years. Uh, yeah, the Green Bay Packers are going to get a strong dose of truth serum. We're going to see if they really want to be about uh, physicality and <laughs> toughness this week because I love the fact that they ran the football and that they had over 200 yards rushing. But like that has to be something that's in you, and that has to be something that as a coach – you're okay with that because to be committed to the running game, you got to be able to live through some of these stretches where you may go an entire half and maybe only have 35 rushing yards, but you can continue to give your running backs the carries because you know in the second half, the walls are going to eventually fall down. I don't know if Matt LaFleur is committed to running the ball like that. So you're right. This test against the Tennessee Titans and what they present up front at the line of scrimmage is going to let us know if Matt LaFleur is willing to fully lean into being a physical smash mouth team, or if that was something that they just did in a one-off situation against the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. I just think of, uh, gosh, what was it? Was it was Rocky or Apollo? I think it was Rocky when he went to go uh, shake hands or whatever, touch gloves with Drago. And he goes to like pound his gloves and Drago's hands don't move. Like that's, (laughs) That's kind of what I get with this game right here. Like, okay, like you're you're gonna find out. That we're gonna learn a lot about the uh, the Green Bay Packers and how physical they are. Uh, this is gonna test them in that way, uh, big time. So, looking forward to watching that game on Thursday night again. You can find that on uh, Prime Video. That's at eight fifteen Eastern. The game is also available on NFL Plus. Um, we've talked a lot recently about interior defensive linemen, and I thought it'd be a good time to go over some of these top guys from the draft. So, I went through and watched three guys in the last 24 hours. And I'll start, first of all, with Jalen Carter from Georgia. I went back and, uh, you know, I see kind of, you know, what I thought of him over the summer. And then I know the stats aren't crazy. I know he's missed a little bit of time, hasn't been totally healthy. But I flipped on the tape. The first game I watched is Mississippi State. And I'm like, I'm in. Like, I'm convinced. This dude is, he has got explosion. Uh, His lower body, his ability to get off the ball, win on the edges. He's got instincts. There's a play I, I posted, Buck, where he gets upfield and wins. He sees it's an inside run. He spins back inside, uh, makes the tackle. He's got he's got uh, moves with his hands. You see a push pull. You'll see you know violent hands that he possesses. He's a complete player. Um, he's a major disruptor along the interior of the line for for Georgia and somebody I think in a league that's looking for guys like this. He's going to go extremely high. 
Uh, DJ, I think it's funny because I think all you have to do is go back to the evaluations that we did last year and the guys that they had up front. And you're watching the tape and you're looking at all these guys. And you're like, oh, okay, there's Jordan Davis and oh, that's Nicobe Dean. And oh, okay, there's Trayvon Walker. But hey, who's this guy? Like, who, who, who's this guy that's not on my list? <laughs> Carter's still that same guy, man. Yeah. He's still a guy that, that, that steps up and shines. And I think what happens and what ha- will happen for me is the success of the other guys immediately in the league this year will really make me go all in on him because last year we had questions about the Georgia guys because of the lack of production. But the defense was a historic defense in the SEC and in college football. Well, now I'm less likely to worry about some of the production because I know the dominance is there and I know that that translates to the next level. This is a guy that has all the physical tools that you want and you covet at the position. He has the motor. And look, I know he's been coached the right way. He's going to play at a high level at the next level. And we've seen it, DJ. Remember, we used to sit in rooms and there are certain guys that may don a certain helmet that you know when they come from that school, they're going to play and they're going to play well. Well, George is one of those schools and he's one of those players. Yeah, 100%, man. He's an easy evaluation on the tape. So, um, you know, we'll see. I, I don't know all the off-field stuff. We'll see how he is in that department. I literally have no idea. But, man, if, assuming he's just clean and there's no issues off the field, this, this is like a no-brainer top five type player uh, in, in just about any draft class. All right, the next one from Baylor, Siaki Ika. This is a totally different type of player. 6'4", uh, 350-plus pounds. He is a sit-and-anchor, two-gap nose tackle. Um, he does have some sneaky quickness to be able to kind of get on an edge a little bit. They don't ask him to do a lot of it. It's just a lot of sit and clog and two gap. Um, does have a little bit of range uh, against the run. No sacks to speak of this year. He did have four last year. Um, so I'm looking forward to go back and dig into some of that tape from the previous year. But if you're a team that, you know, that values a big guy like that, you're going to take him. It's just hard, you know, over the last few years to be somebody that doesn't offer a ton of pass rush as an interior defensive lineman. You don't traditionally see those guys go super high in the draft. I would think that probably carries over a little bit with him. But if you have you have issues with the run, you need big bodies. And some of these two high teams that play with light boxes, I think they'll like him mm-hmm. a little bit more than others. Yeah, absolutely, DJ. And I think this is the thing. I think what you have to do when you're a team builder, you have to be able to kind of have a vision for how the league may shift. I think if we're paying real close attention to the way the league is going, we're beginning to see the running game uh, kind of come back and being a very, very important factor in how teams are running their offense. And so as you're thinking about if that's coming back on offense, I better start gearing up my defense to be ready to stop that. And there's nothing like having a zero gap nose tackle that can command and control both A gaps. Uh, Regardless of the scheme, whether you want to tilt the nose or play them straight up in the two gap position, if you have someone who's heavy handed at that position and can make the center turtle up, it is an advantage for you. He has that ability. I don't think he's in the category of the Dexter Lawrence's and some of those guys who have shown pass rush ability, but that's okay. I think there's a role for him, and I think you have to have a vision for how you want to play him and try and figure out where is that value early because there's certainly a high, a, a, a need for this kind of player in the league. It's just where do you value it in terms of the way that you're building your team to handle the future. Yeah, and I think we'll see too with teams trying to you know take away explosives and playing a lot of shell coverage maybe bigger bodies are going to come back a little bit more up front, as you're mentioning, as teams start to run the football. So maybe that'll help his stock. Um, Brian Brzee from Clemson, uh, the third one that I, I popped in and watched, flashes. You see some real flashes. They use him up and down the line. They move him all over the place in their front. You see him in a four-point. You'll see him in a three-point. Um, he does have some quickness, Buck. I don't. I, you know, My question with him was a little bit more of the gas tank. I thought when he's out there extended period of time, I thought his, he wore down a little bit. Um, he's still got a big knee on 
So see where he is from, from a health standpoint, but does have some quickness at his best, just kind of slanting, uh, trying to just get in the gap, shoot a gap and go. Uh, but there's something to work with there. Absolutely. Doesn't have a ton of production. He's got two and a half sacks this year. Um, he's only got uh, 12 tackles so far this season, but somebody that I, you know, I've just heard a little bit about his personal story was sister tragically passing away and, and everything you hear about him from scouts that have rolled in there is that this guy's uh, he's absolutely uh, wired the way you like him to be wired. He's a great kid. So uh, somebody that's going to be uh, doing more work on him as we build through the process. But definitely I see the flashes that get people excited. Yeah. I just remember the kid, uh, I think uh, coming on the high school circuit, I think he was the, the cast me out coming out uh, five star talented guy. It was a big deal when Clemson got him. And I just remember watching him uh, at some of these events in high school with his hand skills and those things. Like he looked at that age to be a pro. And so I know he's had a knee issue. Uh, I know we talk about like the stamina and endurance. Uh, the one thing that I would say is depending on how close it's been since that injury and him coming back and working through that, his best football might be ahead as he fully recovers and fully settles in. I think a lot of it, DJ, is how are you going to utilize him? Because I think in the right scheme, you're talking about a very dominant player who has not only the mentality to be a dominant player, but he has a toolbox loaded with enough tools to be a guy that can be a disruptive player at the point of attack. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's an interesting player, no doubt. Thanks to see how he kind of finishes up the year. A lot of these teams, you have big games, you got rivalry games, you got con- conference championship games, and in his case, maybe even playoff games. So you got a chance to really up your stock as you go towards the finish line. Uh, anything else you want to add in here, Buck, as we uh, wrap this one up? DJ, I think um, we're kind of in the stretch run, you know, like we kind of talk about breaking it up in years. I think the old scout in us is beginning to come because Thanksgiving has always kind of been like that milestone marker where uh, a week after Thanksgiving, all your reports are due. And so as we begin to talk a little more about college, it does kind of signal a mind shift. Hey, let's start talking about the draft. Let's start sorting out who these guys are. And so on the podcast, you will begin to hear us talk more about the college game and some of the notable players and prospects that are about to come out in 2023 draft. Absolutely. Looking forward to that time of year. It's uh, it's what we live for. It's a lot of fun. So uh, be on the lookout for that. we got another episode coming your way here in a few days, but we appreciate you guys hanging with us. A reminder, all the content you can find at Move the Sticks content, NFL YouTube, NFL.com, the NFL channel, the NFL app. Uh, it's all going to be there for you, and we appreciate you hanging with us. We'll catch you next time right here on Move the Sticks. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 